and welcome to a special episode of the Voices podcast. This one is coming to you live from Nettle Radio. We are Voices, a DIY platform created to address social issues from mental health to climate change through fundraising, workshops, talks, panels and events. Today's episode features an interview from our friend and collaborator Chris Curran with Stuart Glenn of Tottenham DIY Club and community space The Cause. Stuart was a guest on a virtual panel we hosted back in April, just as lockdown had begun, entitled COVID-19 and the Creative Industries. The panel also featured a roster of brilliant creatives, including producer and DJ Artie Flo, as well as the directors of Brainchild Festival, High Hoops, SOS Manchester and Melodic Distraction. Three months on, as lockdown measures are starting to ease, we thought we'd take some time to catch up with Stu following his first weekend reopening the cause to get his thoughts on the government restrictions, the new systems that are in place and the future of the UK music scene. If you enjoyed this interview, check out the full panel, which you can find wherever you're listening to this podcast or on our Facebook page. Joker have come along. Um, obviously, just waking up because it's it's Monday, and I know Stu's normally busy at weekends, so it's uh, it's good to see him here for sure. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about how things have been going, um, the cause, and of course, sort of Stu's interpretation of nightlife at the moment, and some of the rules and and those type of things that are in place. So, uh, Stu, I don't know if you want to say hello and. Uh, hello everyone, hope you're doing well. Um, welcome. I mean, this this is like a moment that I'd lo- I'd love to like be able to say hello, Joe Kerr, and he sort of barks on cue. <laughs> but he, there is a dog Woof. in the studio, yeah, woofing along. Um, we've got a, f- a few sort of questions here that are, uh, that we start with, and and just speaking to Stu, we just you know, how, how's your weekend been, man? How was it? Um, it was it was it was nice to be back in business. Um, yeah, everything's kind of it's. It's working at yeah. the moment, so that's good because after you know being completely shut your doors to not knowing what you're doing and then trying to you know find out you can you know find a new way to open, it's 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 uh, you know refreshing. It feels good, but it's very challenging at the same time. Yeah. Um, we're in the dark in lots of things, and yeah. you know we're just keeping an eye out for for changes in government regulation stuff like that so we can adapt yeah. but yeah we're getting there it's good well, people came they loved it they you know they enjoyed it they behaved it was well, great one thing that i i've said i've heard a lot of positive feedback from how the weekend's been and how it was the you know sean johnson and all these these uh, bookings that you've that you've been having these great artists coming down and, and contributing to the the new the new look cars at the moment um but I was wondering, you know, you talk about the, the interpretation of the rules for a lot of people, especially people that are going out and drinking or going out and looking to, to socialise in, in an environment that's, that's like the cause, you know, that they may not know what the rules are and, and how your interpretation is different from other places. And it might, I, I, was, I was interested to know sort of what you think about the rules and, and how and, you know, what the positives are, what the issues might be around those. Um, I mean, first I'd just like to say that most people are pretty, like the, the public, the people that come, they're understanding, everyone recognises it's a big team effort and everyone's got to play the game. Um, 
everybody would like to dance, who would like to get up and listen to, you know, do all the things they used to do, but they're kind of just absolutely buzzing to be able to get out and have some sort of social interaction. Yeah. And the the sort of demand for people to come out and actually have some sort of, you know, get together has um, allowed us to kind of mould a new a new way of, of doing things, which is, is quite refreshing. And we've now got a pretty solid daytime operation which we probably wouldn't have had something like this before yeah, so it's yeah. it's kind of moving into a bit of a different territory um but it's it's it's, it's almost it's actually quite a nice experience having table service and having yeah, bring your drinks yeah. over. it's nothing i ever envisaged having a table service club yeah. in a warehouse in tottenham but um do you feel like do you feel like you're like you're a, a manager at like some swanky restaurant and you just like doing this table service thing i'll never be a manager at a swanky <laughs> restaurant <laughs> obviously you don't know me that well yeah 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 um, um, well i could see how that's like a new skill set that's being developed there though for sure like I mean, managing tables and it's stuff. been ridiculously difficult because in terms of like we're used to just you know high volume yeah yeah but our tenders people go to the bar they order a drink they just you know pay there then now it's you've got to have everything pre-book a system yeah it's all pre-booked by tables of four six seven eight twelve from you know if your social bubble um and just a, a sort of challenge of it's not like you stick a ticket on sale for 10 pounds or 15 pounds you buy a ticket and phone up your mate and say do you want to go i've got a ticket it's like you've got to ring your mates and rally up a crew so yeah, the sort of sales yeah. side of it's quite slow processing sort of explaining to people that they have to get a table to yeah. be able to come um i mean that's one challenge when they come and you've got to explain the rules they've got to sit down they've got to order through an app we've gone through a diff- few different apps and yeah but that's learning good. learning the systems to you know communicate that and just, First time we did it, it was actually quite slow to service. Yeah. A few people were getting annoyed, so I had to go and give out loads of tequila to make sure everyone's happy. <laughs> um, well, that's hospitality, isn't it? Well done. Yeah, so that that kind of side of it, it's just yeah, it's um, well, it's a it's a completely different operation in terms of the yeah. service. It's much it's a much better service. Really. I can imagine it's it's you know it sounds more technical though. So there's been a, obviously a bit of a learning curve there for sure. It's a lot more staff intensive. So yeah, yeah we've got about two and a half times the really? labour cost per hour. Well, um, in terms of the, the rules, I mean, you, you talked a little bit about how you're applying the rules. And well, what are some of the some of the issues that you think you, yourself, other venues might be coming up, coming up against when when we find these new rules and the, and the potential for like different interpretations? What do you think some of the issues might be around that? Um, so well, we, we sort of did a test event on the 4th of July. That was the first date that could open. Um, and literally by the week after the government changed the rules and yeah. it was sort of background incidents music only on the fourth and literally by the next Friday they were like live outdoor concerts yeah. um can take place and then but it's the interpretation of that and then you, they release the detail a couple of days later and then it's sort of a little bit so as long as they don't do X and X and these sort of th- things, you know, like um for example singing, you know, they can't project potentially project coronavirus onto the audience. <laughs> yeah, no spit. All this kind of stuff. It's just like <laughs> the, the amount of levels of complications to, to to try and get around it all is it's just a major it's a major headache trying to work around yeah, it. Like, but we're doing it, it's cool, it's, it's working. So I mean really um, it's a, you know, one thing that I really took away from lockdown was just actually how fundamental music is and socialising and when that's taken away, how much that leaves a massive hole, or at least in my life for sure. Yeah. So to to see you guys like grappling with these rules to provide that opportunity for people to yeah, yeah. to fill that hole, that need for socialising, it just seems like a really 
you know, admirable thing as well to be grappling with the rules and to have these changing goals and to be able to adapt to, to make that happen. It's, it seems like a, a difficult but sort of worthwhile thing, at least from where I'm sat. I mean, we're, we're pretty lucky from our position where we are. They're basically going to knock down half the road anyway at some point, so they've yeah, cleared yeah, everything yeah. out. So we've got loads more space we can manoeuvre into. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've managed to double the size of our outdoor area. We've got a much bigger room inside, which we're opening on the 8th for yeah. sort of socially distanced table service again. Yeah, inside, yeah. We've, we've taken over our neighbours and we can, you know, we've got a massive covered outdoor space there as well. So we've, we've sort of split the operation up and we, we're managing to put different bits of, you know, entertainments or crowds into different spaces. And it's, it's, it's sort of allowed us to... The economies of scale to do it rather than if we were just our existing box of a nightclub inside yeah we wouldn't be able to open and i actually feel sorry for a lot of other venues which were in the position we were yeah. four or six weeks ago um we've literally nowhere to move and you know no no sign of anything to to plan with well i was i was talking a little bit before to to miro about this about about how the cause of really obviously just a majorly diy and a great labour of love there that's gone into the cause and making it happen between you and, and Eugene and, of course, everyone else, the team down there. Um, that for me, it's, it's just a fantastic um, a fantastic enterprise to be supporting, not only as a dancer, but someone who's played music with you guys. And I know that the, the crowdfunding happened to be yeah. able to expand the venue. And, you know, when people were showing their support for the cause. I mean, how how was that as an experience? When they're not only say it, saying it and turning up and dancing, but also putting their hand in the pocket to, oh, to it was, back you it was, it was amazing. It was, yeah, it's made us sort of realise just how sort of valued we are almost. And yeah, yeah it was, we, I don't know, it was, yeah, it was, it was touching to, to get there, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really helped us as well. So we, we were actually going to take on the theatre room back in, February, we took it on. We were supposed to open it Easter Thursday, but it's, yeah. if we didn't get the funds for that, we'd have to give it back and then we wouldn't be able to have the outside space, yeah. which means we probably wouldn't be advertising operation, which means we wouldn't get the other space that we'd take around the corner because yeah. they didn't offer it to us. And it just sort of, it's, it's just basically helps us get through and yeah. um, it's probably going to help us survive and get through to the rest of it where we can finally open inside again. Yeah. crossing fingers will be by the end I mean, of the year. It's it's really nice to see some 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 sort of positive chinks of light coming through the door uh, during this period. You know, when it's obviously doom and gloom for a lot of club spaces, particularly. Yeah. To see people support the cause like that, I was you know I was uh, I was really you know really taken aback at uh, how positive people how positive things can come out of such negative experiences like this. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, there's a little lesson in there, I guess, in in some sense. Um, but, you know, talking about the cause, you, you've alluded to and you've talked about a few different things that are coming up, change of venues and uh, mm. the, the those those sort of positive changes to keep the momentum of, of the cause. I mean, obviously, um, Ashley House was always a temporary space and that was always the the um, the the narrative. But, you know, over time that's changed and and the the way that the councillor have, have viewed yourselves, not only as a nightclub and an experience for people to socialise, but as a charitable organisation as well. Um, you know, what, what does the future look like? What does the next few weeks look like? What does the, the new venues look like? What What's the future for the cause, yourself and, um, and the mean, team? I mean, we're set to have a pretty good summer, to be honest. So, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we'd be open Thursday to Sunday, pretty much calendars nearly booked out, Um 
Uh, yeah, then that hopefully take us through till September. Um, we'll have to see what happens, sort of change in terms of, you know, when people can open and stuff. I'm actually confident there's going to be a breakthrough yeah. with all this because the whole world is trying to find a solution. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I just refuse to believe that as humans we're going to actually let this get the better of us and let it stop us from doing all the things we yeah. need to do. Um, so whether that's like testing on doors or new, you know, vaccines or whatever it is, I've, I've got a faith that something's going to happen by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, you know, we're probably going to be there till the end of next year, and then we're going to have to try and find somewhere else. So that's so. New, that's New Year's Eve, twenty twenty one. From yeah, till twenty twenty two. I'd imagine we're going to get till then. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're hoping for. So it's all it's like a temporary space. We don't get fixed term contracts. We never have. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, we know there's quite a few delays going on. Yeah. Which. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing to be planning like that and, like, the development that there's been even in the infrastructure of the actual building itself. I mean, that's the sound system there. I absolutely love the void system. And, um, yeah, I'll be really interested to see what you do with that. Um, cool. In, in the next few weeks, you've, we've got... I think you guys are doing Costa del Tottenham. Yeah, it's Costa del Tottenham, yeah. which is um, it's split over the south side, um, which is basically the causes terrace um, from all over there. And you can... Higher different areas, and um, we're opening up the theatre on the eighth as well, so there'll be more indoor space in case of rain like this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got the north side as well, which is taken over our neighbour's yard, which is a massive covered air hangar type structure, um, where we're doing a sort of cabaret show with Adonis, which is our, our big queer party we do, and that's every Saturday night, which is yeah. it was immense on Saturday. Just yeah, I yeah, saw some of the Insta good. stories. From, yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, from it was the gang. Good. Good to see everyone coming out and having some fun, enjoying themselves, and yeah. Um, so yeah, every every basically Thursday to Sunday, Costa del Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. Never forget the Costa del Tottenham, the fun set strip. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Well, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I mean, Stu, getting out of bed on a Monday morning is not easy for anyone, but especially for someone who works all weekend. I appreciate I'm actually up at six o'clock every morning. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Fair play to you, man. Um, well, yeah. I mean, but genuinely, thank you for coming down. I know it's. Um, I know it's a busy time for you, obviously, as you talk about all these different things that you've got going on and adapting to the changes and working with so many staff. And I know you've obviously, you'll obviously have a lot of emails to go through every day at the moment. I've so. got tons, yeah, <laughs> absolutely tons. But uh, so, yeah, I really appreciate the time. And, cool. um, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll see you soon. And if anyone who's listening is, is in the area, you know, make an effort to pop down to Tottenham if you can over the next few weeks. But, you know, ring ahead because uh, it sounds like they're busy and it sounds like they've got a few tables already booked. <laughs>